BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. And we continue with our American stories. And up next, a listener's story. Heron Thompson and her son, Joe Mylink, are the definition of determination. Here they are, along with Joe's wife, Vicki, to share their story. I've always said we're kind of a strangely competitive family. And the other thing about our family is we're very active. Um, our vaca- vacation to us is backpacking. I, w- I wouldn't say we do extreme sports, but we, we, do, we do like to push it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because you know, it, it's just something that, that we did. Um, I really enjoy running um, a lot. You know, it's something that we set out to do a while ago, you know, we, we, we were just running marathons and we realized that we had knocked off so many states and one moment we realized like, oh, we have, you know, 10 or 12 states already knocked off. And, and that's when Joe said, well, why don't we try to do all 50 states? And at the time I said, 
sure, let's just, yeah, why not? Let's do it. And so what happened was kind of before the pandemic, we said, we probably need to pick up the pace. <laughs> no, no pun intended there. And then my daughter-in-law, Vicki, is the one who organizes everything. We could not have done it without Vicki because she's our pit crew extraordinaire and she lines everything up. But um, we would turn it into like mini vacations, like um, Alaska, that was a family vacation. And some of the family ran a half, but Joe and I ran the full. And that's where we saw the moose. And there was this little guy that kept running ahead of us and dropping back. And he's running ahead of us and he sees the moose. And he just kind of stops and looks around. And there was this other guy who was big football player kind of guy. And he says, it's okay. And he puts out his arms and just kind of walked, walked us all through the moose passage right there. But um, you want to tell them about how you broke your leg and why? Was it Montana? Yeah, broke my leg around mile five or six and then shuffle walked the last um, 20 miles of it in, in pure pain. But I was determined not to have to go back to Montana. We were knocking off that state. So. Because if you don't finish, you got to go back to that state. And we were happy to be able to finish that. But he was in quite a bit of pain. Um, yeah, I mean, it was hurting before the marathon quite a bit, and I pretty much stopped running for about two weeks. The pain subsided a little bit, but right away when we started, I knew it wasn't going to last. And then pretty much around mile four, five, or six, I just felt, I, you could just feel it pop. Um, I knew it had, well, it, was, it, was, it wasn't full break, it was a stress fracture. So, but you, but you felt, I felt this moment where it was like blinding pain and I knew something was wrong. And then it was just, I was at, you know, I'm like, I can, I, I can get through this. So I, I hobbled, <laughs> so to speak. Um, they, I was, obviously I was dead last. It took them six hours and 49 minutes, which actually that's not bad time when you think about the broken leg, yeah. I, I remember stopping at a rest stop and having to go to the bathroom and being unable to get out of the vehicle. Um, so and another one was Maui. That was wonderful. And um, when we finished the marathon in Maui, we, you, you, go, you walk right into the ocean. It was just amazing. Yeah. So I think our, our favorites would probably be, well, Maui's mine. Maui was mine. Um, Alaska. Maine was beautiful too. And that was our last one. Maine was our very last one. It was beautiful. We ran into, Vicki, help me. We ran into Canada, went by Campobillo. 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 Uh, Teddy Roosevelt's camp. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. We went by um, Lubbock, Maine, is where we were. And it was just beautiful. Yeah. And we had to bring our passports because we ran into Canada. So some of the marathons you run into other countries. So Detroit, Detroit was another one. So you so if you're going to do that, you have to bring your passport so that you can that you know get in get in and out of the country. Um, gosh, can you think of any other ones that you really liked? I I have a tendency not to remember them at all, like at all. So I'm like the worst source of information about them because I don't remember them. They all blend together. There's certain moments I remember, like the painful ones, but other than that, they just all seem to blend together. Yeah. 
So how many marathons will we do a year? About well, it, at the high, at the height we do five or six. Mm -hmm. So it's really important and helpful to have somebody follow you through the marathon. Vicky brings. She has water. She has. Um, Vaseline because Advil. Advil because what happens is you you chafe really bad. I remember my very first marathon was actually in St. Louis, and somebody offered to do you want Vaseline? I'm like, well, whatever far, and I finished and it looked like somebody had grabbed my arm and just held it. To, it was like looked bruised, but it wasn't bruised. It was from the rubbing and the chafing of you know your arms rubbing against your body, and I went, oh, and it hurts. I make no mistake, it's almost a bruise would feel better, but the chafing is very painful. So it took us how many years to do this? 17. It took us 17 years to do this. So as time went on, you know, it, I got slower and he got faster, of course. I really never trained. I would run at least four miles a day. I mean, when I say at least, I mean at least four miles a day. And then before a marathon, I may be up it to 13, you know, for not every day, but just, you know, one, like I'd run a week before I try to get in a 13 miler. For a while, um, toward the end, Vicki would run with me to help me, help me prep. But basically we would just, I would just increase my mileage every day. That's pretty much all I, I did to train. Did you ever train, Joe? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I run a lot every single week. She's done running marathons, but I have quite a few few more goals to achieve so you know I, I run 60 70 miles a week for training so yeah and I'm not sure I'm quite done running marathons but <laughs> but maybe I don't know um, one of the things we like to do before a marathon is to go out and have sushi and then afterwards I am very sore um, you've always heard of you know this could be kind of gross but you, know, you lose toenails, yes you do. <laughs> there were a couple years where I wouldn't wear sandals because my feet look so horrible. But um, it kind of feels like you got the flu. Like you got a really bad case of the flu where everything's sore. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what it feels like for me. And, and so this, you know, this too will pass. So, yeah. We got to the point where we started making a point to finish together. So we would come across the finish line and we'd join hands and would hold them up high. So, and they, they would, they wouldn't, it's always, always a thrill when they announce us. Actually toward the end, yeah, I kind of, I kind of just start, you know, visualizing that and hearing the announcer in my head to, to kind of get me through that last part. It's like, it's almost over, it's almost over. And sometimes it's kind of emotional that you, you made it through another 26.2 miles, so. Um, for my 60th birthday, I wanted to do the MR, it's called the MR340, and it's a race down the Missouri River from Kansas City to St. Charles. And Joe drove us to Kansas City, and, <laughs> and we're sitting in the safety meeting, because everybody has to go to safety meeting, because it's, it's kind of a dangerous thing to do. And I said, oh, this is a race. And Joe says, yeah, Mom, it's a race. So my husband and I have an old town canoe and we paddled it as fast as we could, which is like paddling a barge. And um, we made it from Kansas City to St. Charles in the time, was it four days that it took us to do it? We slept maybe seven hours. So you, you don't sleep, you just keep paddling. Yeah, you just keep going, keep going. Just like a marathon, you just keep going, you just keep going. 
and this year I'm 65, so we're going to do it again. So that's kind of replaced my marathons <laughs> for now. We'll see, we'll see what happens as time goes on. I still run every day. My husband and I run every day. And Joe, you wanna, he's still running. He's still gonna be doing marathons, so. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm still, still doing marathons. You know, I have a marathon in a couple weeks here. Um, so I'm gonna keep going. I've got quite a few more to do. And a great job on the storytelling by Greg Engler. And a special thanks to Karen Thompson and her son, Joe Mylink, along with Joe's wife, Vicki. They share their story. And the kids in the background, well, they in their own way shared their story, too. They'd run marathons in 12 states, and in came that suggestion. Every family knows that person who suggests something like this. Hey, let's do all 50. And what do you know? They do it. And they finish them all over a 17-year period, treating each one like a family vacation with family rituals, including that sushi meal and coming to the finish line as a family holding their hands up. A remarkable and beautiful listener story here on Our American Stories. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you. 